0: This week, Intentional Sounding is brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of classes in design, business, technology, and more. Anyone can join the millions of members in our community to learn cutting edge skills, network with peers, and discover new opportunities. For just under $10 a month, you can get access to thousands of Skillshare classes taught by the world's best teachers in all of the amazing categories Skillshare has to offer. Each class has a project so you can put new skills into practice and share your work with other community members around the world. For two months of free classes, all you have to do is go to bit.ly skillscav. That's bit.ly slash s-k-i-l-l-s-c-a-v. Skillshare, the skills you need to succeed. Intentional Sounding is also brought to you by Sennheiser, Sennheiser is shaping the future of audio. It's a vision built on a 70-year history of innovation and a continued drive for excellence that is woven into their company's DNA and culture. Here are a few reasons why you want to shop at Sennheiser.com. There are free shipping and returns on every single order with no minimum purchase required for either. There's a Sennheiser for you, which offers high-quality design and legendary Sennheiser sound no matter what your budget is, what your decor preferences are, or what your audio preferences are. You can get top-of-the-line wireless headphones for high-quality sound anywhere you go, not just home speakers and home theater equipment. And if you are in the continental United States, items all arrive in three to five days. All you have to do is go to bit.ly/scavheiser, that's bit.ly/s c a v h e i s e r to start looking for your next headphones or microphone upgrade today. Wow, I did that pretty good and and like was a good ad boy until that last part where I just kind of trailed off on the why. Bye.
1: Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding. This is the Draw Play Podcast, and I am your host, Draw Play Dave Rapocio. With me as always, it's like watching grass grow, Sam Grezus.
0: So exciting. It's I'm, the most I'm, exciting. I'm literally doing it right now, Sam. Oh, oh there's a new one. There's a. It's. A, you can barely see it. It's just like a little p- poking up out the ground. A little cute, cute guy. Aw, he made it. You can do it, little buddy. I'm convinced plants
1: could actually be the best assassins if they ever gained sentience. Do
0: you ever watch because... a- uh, Aeon Flux? No. Okay, just you, when you said that, it made me think of the scene where the grass is really really sharp and spiky and like you can't like it's a horrific scene where someone is barefoot and they have to like jump across this giant spiky grass thing and they do mostly but mm, mm. anyway i'm sorry assassin plant assassin i please get that image out (laughs) of my head now
1: that i was thinking more that like they they move they grow so subtly that you really can't perceive it. Mm-hmm. They could sneak up on you, and you just wouldn't know it, mm-hmm. because you'd just be like, "Hmm, oh, that plant's there. Oh, that plant's a little bigger. Oh, whatever. Oh, that plant's there." And then all of a sudden, there's a knife in your back. Mm-hmm. Oh, or, man. or I guess this has been discussed and analyzed as a potential life-threatening situation in the happening. Everyone's mm-hmm. favorite movie.
0: Yes, everyone's. Everyone agrees. Don't,
1: don't ever piss off plants, or they may decide to bomb us with invisible spores that make us want to kill ourselves. Because <sighs> that makes sense.
0: Yep. Oh man, it's the upright It's the uprising of the plants. It's like a social. Would you call it the uprooting? The uprooting. That's very good, actually. That's really, 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 really good. Oh man, I love that. Mm, yes
1: their their primary leader in the war against mankind would be the tree from poltergeist
0: yes 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 i'm with it i am absolutely with
1: anyway we're here to talk about football and stuff like that but before we do any football talk i just want to say that um we're having a sale sam
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're having a great sale we are having you might even call it a
0: fire sale that Do was you, perfect did you did, did, did you plan that with the siren happening that was perfect
1: yes nice. that siren that i assume was on your end that i didn't even hear it yes, wasn't was, i that heard was it co- from your oh it's was, a ghost
0: siren no you just said fire co- sale and and then audacity must have they must have a new feature where they add a add a faint siren sound to <laughs> to the recording but yes every we are having a great sale Basically,
1: everyone's for sale. Do you need a cornerback that, when motivated, plays pretty good and occasionally gets interceptions? Cause we've got one. We
0: got one. His name
1: is Janoris Jenkins, and you can have him for, at this point, probably a sixth. Yeah. If we're going by current rates. Yeah. Uh. Do you? Do you have? Uh. Just like a hole on your defensive line where you could stick like a pass rusher there who's, who's not going to cause pressure every play, but he'll take up some space and he'll stop some runs and he might occasionally get a sack because boy, have we got a sale for you. You can pick up your own Olivier Vernon today, probably for like a conditional fifth. (laughs) Oh
0: man. Oh, buddy, buddy.
1: Do you need, um, a linebacker? We theoretically have some of those. I'm not sure where, but I think they're back in the storage locker somewhere.
0: Uh, if you if you need an offensive lineman, though, we are absolutely we we are fresh out of offensive we are fresh linemen. Out Although, of offensive linemen. if
1: if if you just want to like take Nate Solder like yeah I, I i i won't really complain he, he that was that was a um regretful purchase you know that was some buyer's remorse right there
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <sighs> the giants are bad sam
0: they are really
1: bad and this week they look like they've finally thrown in the towel Officially, yeah. on even bother trying to keep up appearances, and we're now going into fire sale mode.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I so when news broke, I think it was, it was last night that Eli Apple got traded, right?
1: He was yeah yesterday afternoon. Eli Apple went to the Saints for a third. No, he went. No, he went for what was it? We got. I think. We got a pick next year and then a pick in 2020. And it's like a, it's like a fourth and a seventh or a fifth and a seventh or something like that. But mm-hmm. it it was like, an un, un, not an unreasonable return for mm-hmm. a guy who's been not the best, but has potential and has also been trouble. So, eh, I, I wasn't too happy about it because he was still on his rookie contract and like our defense is still pretty decent but yeah. like I, eh, I, I he was playing better like he wasn't the weakness in the secondary
0: yeah that's true that's super true but it's very easy to be like hey eli apple had some locker room issues last year and that's why you know i don't know I think that it's one. It's tough for Saquon Barkley too. It's tough for all the uh, all the ESPN talking heads that today and yesterday had to very, very like, very specifically uh, like pronounce the word cornerback. the The New York Giants have traded cornerback Eli, and then and then like Eli Apple not like Eli Apple Oh every Apple. single freaking you you every it, you single really hack
1: gotta. sports writer had a ball with that one just like yeah. oh the even Schefter was just like was he before the news was announced he was just like oh the Giants are trading Eli and then like oh, a minute later he's like cornerback Eli Apple and I'm like fuck off Schefter.
0: yeah jesus fuck off oh. everyone's
1: just like oh Eli they traded Eli <laughs> Oh, oh, guess what? It wasn't actually, you know, that Eli. Oh, <laughs> I got you. That was, oh I'm so witty. <laughs> Wait, Damon it. Harrison got traded for a fifth? What the fuck? <laughs> that I woke up to and was unhappy about.
0: Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just, I. Damon
1: Harrison, like, like, I've, I've seen the arguments for, like, the reasonable, the reasons why he was. Trade and like I wasn't opposed to trading him necessarily because he's he's a very expensive contract. Right. He's he's getting up there in age. He's got like a bit of a bum knee, Mm -hmm. and he's a he's a good run stuffer in a pass heavy league. Right. So even though he's one of the best at what he does, what he does has particular limits in today's game. Mm -hmm. However. They couldn't even get, like, a third for him? Yeah, like, that's kind of what kills me. It, it's like... Like, if we had gotten a third for snacks, I'd been like, okay, I'm good with that. But a fifth? He, we could have done better than a fifth.
0: It literally does seem like a fire sale. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I guess, like, I, what, the trade deadline is next Wednesday? Something like that. Yeah, so I got, I mean, I guess they are, I, like, the next sentence was going to be, it's like they have a deadline or something. And then I was like, "Oh, they do. They actually do. They do. Everything d- must actually go by that Wednesday." But, but still, like that was
1: that was a big surprise to me to see snacks gone because he was one of the few players I thought wouldn't get moved because he was one of the few players that is tech that was kind of a star at his position on the team. And you I want built around him. Yeah, you you want him in the middle there, like. that that, that's a good spot that's a good defensive line holder i figured the only player the players on the giants that were untouchable are probably landon collins Mm -hmm. i assume we're gonna pay landon collins we're gonna keep landon um i assume we're probably going to keep uh obj
0: yeah
1: um i don't think we'd trade shepherd i don't think probably
0: not i i yeah i agree with that i think you gotta keep shepherd
1: obviously barkley um yeah. the rookies probably aren't getting traded um but like outside that like i figured everyone else like we i i severely doubt we're trading eli cuz i don't think anyone would want him
0: right sure and also so- i don't think yeah can you imagine like scheming for eli it's got to be tough like i i don't know he, he's been a giant for his whole career it would be, it doesn't seem I don't know. I, that seems like if you trade for Eli, it seems like a bad way all around because I feel like Eli will play his best on the Giants just because, you know, they've That's built the organization that organization He's it. given everything to. Yeah, yeah exactly. The only,
1: the only place I could possibly ever see him ending up is Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Jacksonville would do that, even with Tom Coughlin there, because I think even the Jaguars know that that would be a foolish decision. Mm hmm because mm-hmm. you, you need a decent line for Eli, and he doesn't have that in Jacksonville if he goes there. So, right. I mean, hell, if he goes to Jacksonville, he's going to get blocked by Eric Flowers again.
0: Oh, man. So,
1: Monday night was... It was bad. I, yeah. I don't know if you watched that game. I watched a bit of it. It was... It was... It was sad. Yeah. It was a bummer. Yeah. But I I, I kind of wanted to talk about the Giants, just for more of my own team. It's just, Basically, all night long was basically people on Twitter making comments about, oh my God, they took Saquon Barkley number two overall instead of a quarterback. No, I, They're I so hate stupid. that
0: argument. I'm like,
1: and yes, I I want to let's let's tear this argument apart because I got thoughts, I got feelings about this. One, from a planning long term planning perspective, at the time, from a theoretical planning perspective, yes it was not the correct decision. From a value based on position, that was not the correct decision. However, it is so early to say if it was truly a bad decision. It's only been a bad decision from a theoretical standpoint at this point. It is not a bad decision yet. Yeah. Darnold has not proven that he's not a bust yet. It's been seven games. We're not going to know the true impact of the Saquon Barkley number two pick overall for years. It like the imp this this decision, as big as it was, needs time to percolate. Needs time to have side effects. Mm-hmm. So saying it was a bad decision this early, it's too early. There's no there's there's no guarantee that Darnold or Rosen or lamar jackson or any of the quarterbacks taken after barkley are gonna pan out right exactly obviously there's a reasonable chance at least one of them will pan out but there's no guarantee that that pan out will even be like above andy dalton levels
0: that's so that and that's the thing i my opinion on the nfl now is that you don't like there are enough quarterbacks that can win you a super bowl that having saquon barkley even if like even if like, the Giants can't get, like, a new great quarterback through the draft uh, next year, or or even the year after, where if you can get, like, an old Joe Flacco, who has been, you know, deposed by Lamar Jackson, right? If you can get him under center, like, he'll win you a Super Bowl. Like, if you can get, I don't know, there, there are tons of, like, above mediocre quarterbacks in this league that are entirely capable of winning you a Super Bowl if Saquon Barkley keeps playing the way he's playing and, you know, you have the other pieces there. I don't... I don't... Like... First of all... Okay, so so the first and most important thing is at the time that draft pick was smart because they were trusting Eli and I think they should still trust Eli. The only... I...
1: Okay, no, keep going. Sorry. The,
0: the only the only argument that I could make for not drafting Saquon Barkley was if you wanted to trade that number two pick for a whole bunch of late first rounders and literally draft an entire offensive line. You know, yeah, like so, that's a reasonable something, something like that. I think that's the only like the only other thing, right? I. I mean,
1: I think a lot of a lot of the issues with with what's going on with people are really mad that they took a running back. It's not necessarily that they took um, Saquon Barkley or they didn't take a quarterback is that they took a running back and the running back position has it's lost its value. Over the past few years, because everyone's more or less under the impression, well, you can just get a good one any time now. Like, why don't you draft a quarterback early and then draft, like, I don't know, Darius Gaius in, like, the second round. Like, that's that's what people are mad at. Like, why would you take a running back so early? But the fact is, like, running backs are starting to come back that's exactly
0: what i was gonna say is that i it seems for me the argument is the reverse is is one running backs are coming back and two you know the giants haven't had
1: a running back for like the giants have not had a good running back that matters Mm -hmm. since before eli became bad like we have not had a running game since 2011 and even then it was not a good running game it's like, we needed a running back, and if you get a centralized piece like that, that's still something you can build around. Maybe it's not the most integral piece to the offense, but it's still something you can build around as right. someone else develops. Like, Eli developed basically on the back of Tiki Barber. Tiki Barber kept that team going as Eli sort of learned the ropes. So mm-hmm. if you if you get the running back now... You 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 draft a quarterback this draft, which I assume yeah. the Giants are going to do at this point. Yeah, yeah. And you let that guy develop with a weapon who's already had a year under his belt, mm-hmm. and like it's not that bad a long term plan. A lot I think so many people were under the impression, maybe from like an offhand comment, that. The Giants took Barkley because they saw this as a win now team. Yeah, I, I was but hearing I, that a lot. I don't today. know. I don't know where so many people seem to think that was the purpose. Because when I looked at Saquon Barkley, I'm like, oh, all right. From a long term perspective, that makes sense. You
0: want to lock like, up this you, athlete?
1: Yeah. You get a, a good athlete right at the beginning that can help ease the pressure off of a quarterback Mm -hmm. open up somebody for dump offs that just eases the pressure off the quarterback like that's still a building block piece like why are so many people convinced that the Giants took Barkley because they were convinced that they would just suddenly start winning now yeah I I don't know where they got that I... I can't remember Gettleman saying that and here's the other thing if Gettleman did make like a comment like we think we can do this now like why would anyone fucking trust that because (laughs) that's the kind of situation where a reporter goes well why would you take it here do you like don't you want to think for the future Mm -hmm. if you're the gm in that situation you're you have to you know you're not going to say no we think our team is trash and we can't win now right no you're going to say we i think we can win now because when you're in front of the press, that's what you do. That's the kind of thing you say. You're like, no, I believe in this team. You're supposed to express belief in your team. You can't... Of course. Trust Gettleman. Didn't... Was it, was it... You don't know what Gettleman was actually thinking at that point. No. He was saying what he had to say to be a good PR person, but it's the New York media, so they'll just take anything. And again, I don't know if he actually said anything like this. I don't know where people... Got this. I,
0: I I think it's like, uh, I mean I do, I I don't know either. But but maybe it's like that they thought they were one piece away, and Saquon Barkley was gonna be that piece. Like he's such that's a, what so like, many
1: people are arguing the Giants made the decision on. But the giant people are like, well, the Giants took Barkley because they thought they were one piece no. away from the Super Bowl. I'm like, where are you getting? That argument, because I never saw that argument. It, it's nothing, also Gettleman has really sense. done. Nothing, Gettleman really did. Strikes me as a we're going all in right now. Yeah, me, like me either. Not, like the, the the draft picks he made after Barkley didn't strike me as a we're getting in right now. Like he <laughs> picked an interior guard. Like the the players he let move. Yeah. Like, it it felt like he was still planning for the long term, but everyone seems under the impression he picked Barkley because he thought we could win now. And I I don't understand where people are getting that argument. I don't know where they're coming from. I don't think it's good. I don't think it's the right argument, but so many people seem to be convinced
0: of it. Yeah, which—and that's the thing. I think it's because—maybe it's because it's frustrated Giants fans thinking that they should— be one piece away and maybe that's how they uh, that's how they dealt with the fact that they didn't draft a quarterback like they were all like okay we need a quarterback we need a quarterback oh we took a running back okay we're we're one piece away that's what this I mean pick we needs. all wanted but,
1: Eli to win one more before he was gone Of
0: course of course but at the at the same time that's not what that pick says that's not what picking Saquon Barkley at two says. What picking to me, Saquon Barkley at two says is we're going to use this to get some pressure off of our quarterback and off of our offensive line. And try and yeah. put him we're we're gonna try and make him into like what Todd Gurley does for the Rams, but better. Right? Where mm-hmm. where the 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 Rams have a pretty good O line, but it, it, the o line is helped significantly by the fact that they really 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 need to account for the fact that Todd Gurley can be 20 yards up the field at any time right like they they need to to do that and that makes it harder to pressure the quarterback that makes the o line's job a whole lot easier when you know and
1: yeah. And another thing is we're we're talking so many of these people are talking with hindsight. Yeah. But honestly, a lot of the moves that the Giants made if they had worked out the way they were intended to work out, aka like picking up Nate Soldier to uh-huh. iron down the left side of the line and moving Eric Flowers over to the right side where he played in college, like these moves on paper would have probably taken a lot of pressure off of eli yeah which is one of the main reasons why eli isn't good because the pressure is in his face immediately and it's forcing him to dump off and make bad decisions and the line but the line has somehow performed even worse than feared at this point soldier is garbage um everything else we've had three centers start already like, mm-hmm. the only constant we've had is the rookie, Will Hernandez, who's been good. So, that was a good pick. Uh-huh. But, like, if if the offensive line pans out the way it was intended to, we can all say, like, well, Nate Soldier was a bad pickup. Yes. We didn't know that at the time. No right. one did. yeah, yeah. He was one of the better left tackles in football when we picked him up. Yes, we overpaid for him. But, like, he was still supposed to be better than this. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, um, like there was there was only a couple moves that Gettleman made that w- seemed stupid, like giving Jonathan Stewart a contract, but we haven't used him at all. So it's not like Jonathan Stewart's been dragging the team down. Sure, it, it, it's just if this team, if this team was functioning the way it was supposed to with all the moves, we would be winning games. The Giants have only been really blown out and destroyed once and that was against the Eagles who usually destroy the Giants dreams anyway. They were one tipped pass interception away from beating the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. the 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 Cowboys weren't good against them. No. They could have won that if they had generated like it's it's all these little things that are adding up that if just a few things have gone differently, we could have won the Falcons game. What? We were a 63-yard field goal away from beating the Panthers. Like, it, the, the Giants team, they're, they're bad because they're doing the little things wrong, and yeah. they're making these little mental errors, like not throwing to the open guy in the red zone, these <laughs> little broken things. But I don't think they're quite as bad as their record indicates. They're just not doing things right and the things that are broken are very broken.
0: I I I completely agree with that. I also I also think and this is kind of a a big flip from what I was talking about earlier in the season where I was like what are they doing what what the fuck is is happening. Um I think that the front office has actually done a pretty good job adapting. When they see that they're like they're losing yeah. these games, they're like okay, so this is the way our season is going. Uh, we've we're had, gonna try something new. We've, I've been right. very
1: impressed with how much has been changing week to week as yeah. Shermer and Gelman are trying to find things that'll work. They like I know they're shuffling the line a lot because they're trying to find a combination that actually seems to work better. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna they're, take a lot of
0: time for sure.
1: They're ditching players that may not be there for the long run for picks because. Uh, I mean, they're not going to get – they might as well get something out of it now. They, they're they're trying. Mm-hmm. They're doing more than McAdoo ever did when things started to go wrong. They're doing yeah. more than Reese did when things started to go wrong. They're actually trying. And, like, I don't think that's being given enough credit because it's not being reflected in the win column. And that's right. all that people ultimately care about.
0: Right. Especially in New York. That that market is fucking Bonkers, Mm. whatever. Obviously, this is a sad
1: season, but honestly, like, I like what's being done so far. And uh, this season's like a complete bust, and it's going to be fucking depressing to watch Eli just get trashed all year long and then watch him probably retire at the end of it. That's going to be depressing as hell. But Mm -hmm. I think this team is getting itself oriented and fixed in a way that's pretty. that's setting itself up for the future, which, again, like. Is against what everyone seems to think they were doing. Right, right. So no, drafting Saquon Barkley number two overall. You can't call it a bad, bust, terrible decision yet, because the only way it's terrible is through theoretical like value metrics. I also we're not going to know how bad Saquon Barkley's pick is. For at least two years.
0: At the, it, it, like my thing is like worst case at this point, given what we know about Saquon Barkley, he's a very, very talented running back. He will be very. He's valuable. lived up to He'll the hype in, in
1: terms of skill. Yeah, like, like he's, he's, he's fucking amazing. He's doing all of this despite the fact that every time he gets the ball, he's hit behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, like it's yeah, it it's it's a miracle what he's been able to accomplish on this team so far yeah. with the garbage blocking for him.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm i i completely agree like i'm i'm glad you you brought all that up because that's kind of what i was thinking too it's it's you'll see a lot of headlines about like the fire sale blah 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 whatever and some of it does suck like getting rid of snacks you know like you were saying you, you sure have gotten more fifth. for it like that yeah that fucking sucks um but you know, I, it's it's just like
1: we need more that. time to really analyze. This is the thing that we can all. That you, they say you can't draft, you can't grade a draft properly until three years have passed. Yep, and that's that's the situation here. The Giants may very well end up in a position to draft a quarterback high next year. That guy may end up being the best dude ever. We don't know. They, he could also be a bust. The Giants might also pick an offensive lineman top overall. We don't know yet. It's just too early to see what this pick does for the future. Right. There's there's too many butterflies that have yet to affect everything yet. So, yes, you can laugh at how bad the Giants are, but call on Saquon Barkley a bad pick. It's like. I don't see any evidence yet. I uh, yes, yeah. and, and hell, the Cardinals got Josh Rosen at number ten. You don't even need to draft that high to potentially get your guy overall.
0: Right? Yeah, for sure. It's not. It's not that bad. I. I really. Yeah. I think that oh, there's like because c- right now, uh, like if the season ended now, the Giants would have the number one overall pick, and like that. I read that and that was like crazy to me because the giants look so much better than the cardinals i I think the
1: giants could beat the cardinals we might as well talk about the cardinals because that was probably the worst football game i've seen by a team all year
0: yeah buddy
1: that was i mean that was awful and i I liked how we were discussing the Possibilities of firing Mike McCoy during that game, and the next morning he was like oh, he was right gone. out the
0: door. He was absolutely fucking shit canned.
1: Adios. Mm-hmm. And so, like the Giants, uh, yeah, the the Cardinals. God, God, I just feel so bad for Larry.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've we we probably shouldn't talk about that too much more because that's like the the god we feel bad for larry it's becoming a segment on this podcast like this week
1: and we feel bad for larry did you watch that game i feel so bad for larry it's
0: the same thing every single week so we could literally just like snip that part out and and like copy and paste it but it is it is really so here's here's the actual question I mean, do you think he retires this year? Or do you think he, he sticks around, sees if maybe the Josh Rosen experiment, like, gets better next year? Because uh, I'm, I'm inclined to say he will I think it'll playing. depend
1: on how the rest of the season goes. If okay. the rest of the That's season fair. they win, like, two games and they don't look any better, really, even with mm-hmm. Byron Leftwich as OC, mm-hmm. I, I think he might call it call it a day sure but if this team actually looks like it's improving that that might get him to stick around if it if it looks like they're on the upswing in a way that's dramatic enough that he won't have to retire before they actually reach potential Mm -hmm. that might be he might stick around but i i think generally he's probably gone
0: okay i yeah I, i i i tend to think he'll stick around even like like regardless but yeah no i get that i get that for sure uh before we get into the games um specifically i want to share with you a a theory i have devised or a um a i guess something i have noticed we've talked about the jacksonville jaguars a lot uh this year because we were all very excited for them and now it's pretty clear that I mean they might not be frauds, but they were really like the loss of Leonard Fournette. They were Leonard overrated. Fournette, they were they were overrated. The loss of Leonard Fournette hit them harder than I think anyone really expected it to. Uh and it's it's really rough. Um I know I know why they're bad now. Specifically Why are they now. bad, Sam? Okay. So we were talking about this before the season. Uh, What The Good Place, the the hit NBC sitcom, The Good Place, what they were going to do because the whole thing was like they were shitting on Jaguars and poking fun at them for how bad they are. And now they're good. Uh, The Good Place aired on September 27th, 2018. That was the season three premiere. That was the week in which uh, that was right after the Titans beat them. And after that episode aired, the Jaguars blew the Jets out 31 to 12. Now, there was no episode of the Jacksonville Jaguars in that episode of The Good Place. And here is where I'm going to give an actual spoiler alert. The next, like, minute or so, I don't know, of this podcast, there will be a spoiler for episode two of The Good Place season three. So if you, you know... If that matters to you, skip ahead, like, a little bit until you hear me say it's safe to listen or something. I don't fucking know. Uh, Episode two of The Good Place aired a week later on Thursday night. And that was the episode where Maya Rudolph, who in the role as the judge... Uh, confronted the character of uh, of Michael as played by Ted Danson because Michael was interfering with the timeline of Earth, and she was talking about all of the things that his meddling in the timeline did, including making the Jacksonville Jaguars kind of good and Blake Bortles looking kind of okay, and saying that they'll probably you know make the postseason or a wild card or something, and it's crazy, whatever. Ever since Maya Rudolph said that, the Jacksonville Jaguars have been winless. And not just winless, winless by a factor of at least uh, 13 points. That is freaky. It, it's not, the, it's not the air date of the Good Place. It is since the Good Place mentioned the Jacksonville Jaguars and mentioned that Ted Danson messing with the timeline – has made the jacksonville jaguars good the jacksonville jaguars have been bad uh i'm not sure if it's they're trying to reverse the timeline revert the timeline but this is my new favorite thing i'm wondering if so i'm not caught up there might be like a thing where they keep talking about the jaguars maybe they need to mention the jaguars again so that it flips like at every mention of the Jaguars, the Jaguars can only win or lose games. If
1: they just start trashing them again.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep mm. an eye on this because so far this scans. I mean, I this is gonna be my favorite yeah. thing, and I I I I am going to I'm going to put all of my efforts into uh, I guess uh, examining this theory and seeing if it holds up. Anyway, spoilers are done you can keep listening
1: now. Excellent. That is, that is an amazing theory about why the Jaguars are actually bad. And I'm going to keep a close eye on the good place now because, Oh, well, it's, a it's a good show, good show too. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. It's to yeah. the good place.
0: Yeah. It's, it's my favorite show currently airing on TV. Uh, anyway. we,
1: I, I do, I do, I do want to bring it back briefly to the, um, monday night game not about either team
0: okay
1: i want to i want to say something because this is the first full monday night game that i think i've watched the entire the entirety of Uh like intently Uh like i've had it on in the background of things when i've been working but this is the first time i've actually genuinely been like paying close attention to it obviously because my team was there and i got i i gotta say like jason witton sucks
0: he's so bad
1: Jason Witten sucks.
0: He's really bad. Like,
1: I I, dude. I knew he wasn't doing great, but like this Monday night broadcast team, it's not good. And no. like as and even though Jason Witten sucks, like, what the hell is up with Booger? I don't
0: I have Booger never liked Booger talks
1: more than either of them.
0: I have never liked Why Booger. Why
1: is Booger not in the booth? you like I he he just sits there. He talks all the time. Like Booger never shuts up. No, no. it's just talk, 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 and
0: like Jason. And if Whitten, he's gonna do that, yeah, I guess at least put him in the booth. But geez, still. Yeah,
1: like honestly, if you're gonna if you're gonna let him have that much control over the airspace, put him in the booth and give Jason Witten the sideline job, where Jason Witten can actually take a little bit of time to formulate his thoughts because you can definitely tell his brain's working faster than his mouth most of the time. Right. And that, that that's Jason Witten's main problem is you can tell what he's thinking, but he's trying to do it too quickly to like get everything processed and he, he's fumbling terribly. But Booger, Booger just keeps yapping. There was, the clip is kind of being spread around online, but... Like, he spent, like, a minute and a half talking about how he used to take a shit on the sidelines when he was a player. Like, Odell Beckham went into the locker room, and everyone's like, why is Odell going back there? Mm-hmm. And then he came out, like, a few minutes later, and like, oh, he, I guess he probably had to use the restroom. You gotta go, and you gotta go. And then Booger's just like, yeah, back in my day, when I was a player, you just came to the sideline, you sat down on the bench, and you did your business. And Jason Witten and Joe Tessitore... I I want to yeah, say yeah I, yeah yeah they're definitely. both just like hey wow that's a that's a lot of information there booger that's it. and then booger just keeps going uh-huh. like the two of them are telling them like yeah okay that that's enough and booger's like no no I want you to hear this I want you to hear about all the times I took a giant shit in my pants on the sidelines that's what players used to do that's what warriors do. and like oh my god
0: what am I listening to I. I- I think that they only, and I guess I don't think I noticed this until you said it, but they always, like Joe Tessitori, always laughed Booger off, like, like ha ha ha, great story, Booger, and like it was you could could actually say he flicked Booger off. Yeah, 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 a little bit, but no, it was with (laughs) a laugh every time. It was so that's so weird. That's so weird
1: it was Ugh. very weird uh there was also i don't know if you were watching when old spice tried a brand new kind of commercial and it did not work did you see that happen the foam zone oh yeah the foam zone so, so, like paid sponsorship just like someone who supposedly like for old spice it's just like oh yeah i was in the foam zone they talked to like this fake competition winner just like oh yeah i got sudsy in there and it was it was really awkward and really painful Uh, and everyone like i i looked at my twitter timeline right after that happened and it was pretty much just an entire page of people going what the
0: fuck was that what what is the foam zone i don't care what is the foam zone yeah i yeah yep Uh, they were really there's, pushing. There's it also too, the Booger like, Mobile. Oh God, really?
1: The Have you seen the the complaints about the Booger Mobile? The, I don't the know cart the, that he I, has on the sideline that I obs- don't.
0: I didn't know he had a cart.
1: Oh, okay. So he so Booger instead of just like being like Tony Siragusa, who just stands on the sideline and occasionally talks to people and like gets quotes and everything, he's he's actually watching a broadcast of the game on a cart that moves along the sideline, like to keep up with the line of scrimmage. It's like this super fancy engineering contraption where he just like sits there in front of this mega setup with like the the broadcast. And it's one, it's stupid. And two, there are a lot of videos online of how it blocks the fans views. You know, the fans who who they pay for like row one and two, when boogers in front of them, they can't see the fucking game. I and is, you know those tickets are like two hundred dollars and up, so people are rightfully pissed off. ESPN, it, like this year's Monday Night Football, it's so
0: bad. It's I can't. Yeah, they they really did put together a very bad package for it. I don't know why they didn't give it to Romo, man, and and gave uh Witten Romo's old spot. You know, I would have been at least a little bit better.
1: Romo. I mean, Romo got the CBS gig. I, I honestly think that's probably a better gig than
0: Monday Night Football at this point. I guess. Yeah, probably. Yeah. 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 Because you get more work, right? Like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. fair. That's super fair. I didn't even think about that. Ugh. God, the broadcast package. I, here's the thing. The, the the lack of and I've said this before the lack of Phil Sims Jim Nance has really made it more glaringly obvious who like how bad everyone else was that whole time.
1: Ugh. Yeah, Troy Aikman. I I have become truly aware of Troy Aikman's garbage, mm-hmm. and I've honestly become more partial to Joe Buck. Watching that Thursday night massacre yeah. of the Cardinals, like, yeah, I was actually kind of enjoying Joe Buck being loose. And he was, he was kind of dissing Troy Aikman and Troy Aikman was terrible. At, at one point, Troy Aikman's like, Oh, who even listens to podcasts? And Joe Buck's like, dude, you just made a ton of enemies.
0: Everybody <laughs> listens. Not even, and this isn't just me as a podcaster and someone who, my God, Troy, come on, read a newspaper or something. Troy,
1: since I know you're not going to listen to this, no. um, Go fuck yourself. Go
0: fuck yourself, Troy Aikman.
1: You, you deserve nothing that you ever earned.
0: No. When when are we gonna? When you like pee
1: and doo doo.
0: When when are we gonna start being like hurtful and stop being truthful about about Troy Aikman? Because everything you said so far is <laughs> is true is true statements. So when do we start like doing hurtful lies?
1: Maybe Troy statements. Aikman actually listens to a lot of podcasts but he forgets them immediately because he has horrible cte
0: oh god that's again again true and again very scary because he is known to like jeez i now you're now man, man now you're making me wonder if if all the ragging we're doing on troy aikman is like problematic in some way because he may have Shoot, it would explain a lot. It would explain his rambling sentences that start one place and then and then go somewhere else as if he has forgotten what he's talking about. Do you think he's got like
1: like memento tattoos all over his body that he like gets up in the morning and he just sees like um his name is Joe Buck <laughs> just like on his chest so he remembers oh who he's in the booth with. <laughs>
0: I want I want this movie. I want this movie so bad and it's called His Name is Joe Buck. You just you you found you found the title <laughs> of this very very good and very very heartbreaking Troy Aikman biopic. Probably the only Troy Aikman biopic that would like make me, I don't know, like him or have sympathy for him. If this is, <laughs> if this headcanon that we are creating is true, like that would be – yeah, I'd, I'd feel pretty bad. I'd feel pretty damn bad and also, uh, yeah, that would be probably the only possible timeline where I feel any kind of remorse for ragging on Troy Aikman in the way that that we do. Yes,
1: I agree. We've got – we've taken a lot of time talking about these few subjects, so we should do like yeah. a quick – rundown of recaps yeah, uh titans chargers charge chargers or uh titans went for two to yep. win yep. uh didn't work out i applaud their efforts uh the yeah. chargers are five and two and no one cares and i hope no one continues to care because i don't want the chargers in los angeles right
0: yep yep agreed agreed
1: panthers how did the eagles blow that shit i i looked oh, at that score and man. it was 17 to nothing in the third quarter i'm like oh, oh that's it a wrap and yeah. then i look and the panthers won and i'm like. What? I
0: don't know, man. What? I don't know. What? I don't know. Vikings I... beat the Jets.
1: Total surprise. Yeah. Player. Like, oh my God. Oh. What was a uh, blowout?
0: It's 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 good. I don't know. There were some questions with the Vikings. Uh, with with injuries and stuff. So it's it's I don't know. It's good to know that that the team itself has hasn't really. They yeah. have beaten a bad team the way they should beat a bad team, and that's always that's always nice.
1: Mm-hmm. Get uh Colts utterly annihilated the Bills of course. because Derek Anderson didn't turn out to be the answer. Who knew? Really? Uh. Seriously, just put Nathan Peterman in there. Just just let him finish an entire game. Yeah, just please. Let, just it, let it happen. It. Let I just want to see what happens if Nathan Peterman plays an entire game and it's against I think the Patriots this next week. Like, I think it's Is it Monday Night Football? It's yeah, it's Monday Night Football. Patriots at the Bills. Put Nathan Peterman in there. Just let him play the entire game. Let's just watch the disaster happen. The well, Patriots because, are going to win anyway. Well, Let's but just make
0: it as much of a spectacle as humanly possible. That's the thing is because either way, either way it's going to be a, a wonderful spectacle. Can you imagine Nathan Peterman beating the Patriots? like in that would be the, it, the greatest thing that has ever happened in the like if if the wheel lands on friggin if the roulette wheel lands on double zeros right that's what happens and it's the best thing ever so start nathan peterman Dude,
1: start nathan peterman uh
0: the Patriots beat the bears in that, a surprisingly good game it sucked it really sucked because i i had kind of the same feeling about that game that i did about the eagles i kind of like Tuned out midway through what was it like the third quarter when the Bears were like multiple scores ahead and then the Patriots just ugh they did Patriots things I hated it the Bears it was looked so close the, so
1: close to uh, at least tying it up yeah like one yard yeah. away like that
0: one that one ended up being a very yard.
1: good game and honestly to me that this game proves that the Bears are for real yeah because they held their own with like the juggernaut so yep. if you can do that you you're a team to pay attention to
0: i yeah and every single time this happens i do have to give the disclaimer of how fucking insanely wrong i was with my preseason predictions like i'll i i will own it i will own it i i was incredibly wrong about the chicago bears they are a good and fun team somehow yep browns really fucking
1: hate regulation football games yeah they do i I, shoot i feel like the the browns buccaneers game like if if patriots bears was two teams wanting to win browns buccaneers was two teams wanting to lose
0: yeah yeah
1: it was just like the way those two teams were just giving each other the ball through the fourth quarter and then overtime was was legitimately embarrassing and i I do feel bad for the browns because that was they fought they they worked hard and it was and they're they're still the browns Mm -hmm. but i feel like they've played at least two quarters more football than anyone else at this point because they've gone into overtime so many times
0: sure yeah (laughs) yeah they're tired give them a break yeah, like they're probably like an entire
1: half of football ahead of other teams. It's insane.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man.
1: Texans Jags was just oof. That was that was that, that was not that pretty. Yeah. I really uh, hated that one. Dolphins uh. um confirmed that they are frauds. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, We've been talking he,
0: about that for weeks. We were we were on that train long before anyone yeah. else. We we so. knew Don't that you. shit
1: was real. The dolphins are frauds. Lions, eh, maybe they're better than they looked week one. So you yeah. know, and now they got snacks. So hooray! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Saints managed to beat the Ravens because Justin Tucker missed that, his first extra point since that was high crazy. school.
0: I was watching that live. It like <laughs> literally, I was watching that live at a buffalo wild wings in the airport and uh it was it was very very his face his face when he missed it was god it's like he
1: didn't understand what happened
0: yeah i didn't need to eat but i like i sent my food back i was like no thank you the look on justin tucker's face has nourished me i will need no food for the next (laughs) week Uh, skins are up
1: top of the NFC East. Yeah. Because we all saw that one yeah. coming. Yeah. Like, if you want any more proof that the NFC East exists in a chaos dimension, here you go. The Redskins are in first, and they look like the most competent team. Like, they do. do. Do you need more proof that this division does not make any sense mm-hmm. whatsoever?
0: Mm-hmm. 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 That game Rams, wasn't bad either, though. No like, that game, was, mm-hmm. that game had some good back and forth to it.
1: Yeah, that game had some interesting stuff going on. Rams completely and utterly obliterated the 49ers. What a that surprise. That was almost
0: there. A, that was almost a shutout, too. Like the those yeah. 10 points came in garbage time. Like that that was not I think they came after the Rams pulled their pulled Jared Goff. When did they do that? I can't remember. I
1: don't I don't know.
0: But Chiefs beat up the
1: Bengals um yeah I, remember when just, everyone just a was kind of like
0: oh Bengals are like Bengals are sneaky good this year and then they played the Steelers to be fair
1: this is this is a rough matchup like, like they could true, have you know, beaten the Steelers true, and they almost did but the Chiefs the Chiefs are just one of the best teams in the NFL and they yeah. were at home and it was prime time like that that was not a situation oh that the yeah and that's true the win.
0: Bengals can't play in prime time I totally that's the other thing I forgot about yeah. yeah, yeah. okay, that's fair. It, it was kind of the perfect storm. I'll, I'll give him that. Okay.
1: Hooray. My, my initial um, judgment before, was harsh.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, we already talked about the Monday Night Game to uh, a certain length, but uh-huh. we should talk about the other major trade that happened this week uh-huh. that we didn't touch on, and that is the Raiders also having a fire sale and giving up Amari Cooper for a first, which is hilarious.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep, Amari Cooper, one of the best receivers in the league. Two years well, ago. Two well two two years ago, but but you know, still, I think I don't know. I would I would still call him a top ten receiver. Eh, really? Yeah, probably, uh, right? Like well, the lower end of the top ten. Maybe maybe he is number ten, but Well,
1: well let's 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 think. Um Beckham is better. Yeah. Julio, julio is julio. better julio antonio is better. is better yeah um i would say adam thielen is better
0: yeah oh yeah adam thielen is better for sure uh, uh who else we got okay. who else we got not not Josh uh, gordon not um oh uh uh, uh thomas oh Demarius. no no michael thomas
1: michael on, thomas okay the um,
0: um for sure he's th- better uh, I would. John Brown, I would personally I would put. I would put yeah. John Brown above him too. John
1: Brown, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, I would put Alshon Jeffrey above him.
0: Oh yeah, he's been doing work this year. That's true.
1: Yeah, I I think Jeffrey's better than he is. Uh.
0: You can't put Hopkins hmm. there anymore, can you?
1: I think Hopkins. I I feel like Hopkins is still better than Cooper, but okay. he's just he's stuck on an offense that is you know. The Texans and sure. they're they're having issues.
0: Sure. Sure, sure.
1: But I like I'll I'll make it a wash just just for argument's sake. Uh, mm-hmm. I would put T. Y. Hilton above him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's having a great year too. Like Yeah. I, I thought I thought that he was gonna fall off. AJ Green. Wasn't. AJ Green Oh God, I totally forgot he existed. Jesus. Yeah, okay. Okay.
1: Either um, way either
0: way, I still think we can stop here because i am going to be proven wrong that's fine um i i still think amari cooper let's let's say this amari cooper has what it takes to be a top 10 wide receiver i believe uh if he's on a team with a you know an offense that works and a coach that doesn't suck i'm i'm i am interested to see how he does well that's not the cowboys yeah, I know. I know. That's that's my thing. Is like I am. Like I think Dak and Ezekiel Elliott are both like bad. Maybe not bad, but like I think Zeke not is good, good,
1: but he he doesn't have the line advantage anymore. Yeah. And Dak was always very overrated. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And they're still stuck listening to Jason Garrett make decisions. So that's that's never really gonna work out.
0: Yeah, I'm 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 thinking this is a lateral move for Cooper, but I'm I'm interested to see where it goes. I am too. I
1: don't think I I think it's hilarious that the Cowboys were willing to give up a first-round draft pick for Amari mm-hmm. Cooper. But they wouldn't give up what? Like a second for Earl Thomas?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'd much rather have Earl Thomas than Amari Cooper. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. And then you let Khalil Mack walk. Like it's 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 all like it's almost as if their coach isn't good. Isn't like wow. is really not good at coaching.
1: Yeah, it's it's almost like it was just a really bad decision.
0: Huh. To just
1: hire this guy.
0: Hmm. Hey. Wow. Hey, I I I reread this year. Uh, this year, I reread uh, this morning. He's on a fucking ten-year contract. It is his. Oh, first Oh, you didn't year. know it was ten years? I know, no. Yeah. I knew it was no. I knew it was ten years. It was me remembering it. <laughs> like it was me being like, oh yeah, shoot, like that, wow, it's that's rough. Like they're gonna have to. I don't know. I don't know. They were gonna have to do something at the end of the season, and then I. <laughs> Like, I read a news article or something that mentioned that, oh, yeah, he's on the first year. He is midway through the first year of a 10-year contract. And he has already, one, torpedoed this team, and two, turned himself into a broken man.
1: It's amazing. I knew he was going to be bad, but I didn't expect it to be this bad.
0: Yeah, I thought it was going to be just like – my my thing, and this is – this is me listening to the tone of his voice and not the things he's saying when he's in the booth. Like, I thought he was just gonna be like fucking going all out doing random shit and like being really exciting, you know? Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. Nope. Nope, nope,
1: nope, 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 no. nope. Sam, it's time for lightning round. Lightning round. Lightning round. Everyone's favorite round ever. Tomorrow night or game we've already watched. Mm
0: -hmm. Dolphins-Texans. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I actually think the Texans take it. Texans have been on a hot streak. They've been on a reasonably warm
1: streak. The the, the Texans are on a streak where it's kind of like a coffee mug that you put your hands on and it feels kind of nice.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah that's
1: that that, a warm coffee mug streak that's what we'll call it
0: yeah okay cool i i I, i'll take that
1: i yeah i'm taking the text eagles at jaguars man this game looked a lot better at the beginning of the season didn't
0: it really did but it's also like this game has turned into a game with a whole lot more like not a whole lot more on the line but this is a probably a must win for for both these teams um i think the yeah eagles like the, it,
1: if the eagles don't win this it they're three and I, five and that's not good yeah, and the jaguars host. probably needed even more Oof. all right yeah i think so the, I, eagles the Eagles probably win that yeah, I'm taking i, I still that. i still think the eagles are a good team they just haven't been able to get their shit together right right ravens at panthers
0: uh i think the ravens take this even with the panthers at home
1: i think the ravens take this too i think the panthers are due for a bit of a reality check they've been getting kind of lucky lately
0: yeah i yeah they've been winning these kind of close games that i i think they didn't really have any right not right but like it wasn't none of those were very
1: like a three and four team but they're not like that that's that's the feeling i get from the panthers broncos at the chiefs uh chiefs i mean yeah chiefs i mean chiefs. yeah this this this, yeah. this is the chiefs why did I... is definitely the chiefs
0: you got you got you got the rivalry stuff going on but like still no no i'd have to be an idiot browns at the steelers uh i think the browns take this one i do
1: really the god yeah. no it's in pittsburgh steelers are going to obliterate them.
0: i know i know i know i'm just like i'm i this is this is going off of the thing i said about the uh their second meeting like this is i i want to stay consistent so i i have to since i said that the browns would win the second meeting with the steelers before i have to say it now all right fair enough seahawks at lions uh lions
1: yeah lions. i think the lions are gonna win that too i think snacks is going to eat russell wilson like a potato chip
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: buccaneers at Bengals
0: oh Mm. man
1: um this is the kind of nothing game that the Bengals would win i'm
0: picking the Bengals. yeah that's kind of where i was leaning to um so yeah i'll go with you i'll let you peer pressure me into that one jets at the bears uh bears bears i also pick the bears people have been uh showing up to like games this year people have been excited like the the home game Uh, The home field advantage will be real in Chicago uh, this week. It'll be pretty great. Huzzah.
1: Um, Redskins
0: at the Giants? Uh, Oh, no, buddy. Sorry. Washington. Just pick the Redskins. Just pick the Redskins. Yes, I am. I I am picking them. Uh, Yeah. Colts at Raiders. Oh, Colts. Right? I mean... Yeah, the, I think the, the Colts are going to win that.
1: I, I don't think the Raiders should be favored in pretty much any game going forward. Yep. 49ers
0: at the Cardinals. Who? Oh, God. Oh my I was God. about to say whoever isn't the 49ers. This like, is a football game. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch I the hell the the out of that I think the Cardinals get the new coach bump.
1: I think yeah. that's what's going to happen. I think okay. the Cardinals, Byron Lefkowitz is going to come out. He's going to call an aggressive game because he wants to prove himself. And the Cardinals are going to get the new coach bump and they're going to beat the 49ers. They've already beaten them once. They can do it again. And it's going to be hilarious. Don't yep. watch this football game.
0: No, oh, no, please watch it. It'll be fun. Just watch it for watch it for <laughs> the, the sadness. Yeah. <laughs> All
1: right. Uh, Packers at Rams. Ooh. Uh, Rams. Right? I mean, I, I... Rams? I mean, the Rams... like The Rams are not good enough to go undefeated. They're going to lose at some point. And I feel like this is a pretty good opportunity. So I'm going to pick the upset. I think the Packers are going to do it. Oh, and okay. everyone's going to suck Aaron Rodgers' dick for a week.
0: Yeah, that sucks. I don't want that to happen. But, okay. Saints at Vikings uh saints yeah
1: oh man yeah. this is a rematch this is a rematch of the the divisional round in minnesota too like this is this is a, gonna be a good one boys it's gonna be,
0: it's gonna be a good one. One. uh but the vikings don't aren't gonna have uh digs back um so, I think that, that, that that's pretty much the only reason why I'm going with the Saints is because Diggs is going to be out. Uh, even if
1: the Vikings did have Diggs back, like he would have been covered by Eli Apple, so it wouldn't have mattered anyway. Oh, yeah. Saints.
0: Yeah, of course. Of course. Saints take
1: it. Saints get revenge. Mm-hmm. And then Patriots, Bills.
0: Oh, man. Hey, I mean, I'm picking the Patriots. We, we tried to do this last year where we pick against the Patriots every time. It doesn't work. Um, I would love a Bills win just because it would be the most hilarious thing that has ever happened. But, no, Patriots.
1: All I want is Nathan Peterman to play a whole game. Yeah. That's yeah. all I want. Yeah. The Patriots are going to win. All I want to see is Nathan Peterman play a whole game. Give us this. Make Derek Anderson sprain his dick like on the first snap and just have nathan peterman in the whole time just give me an entire game of nathan peterman in prime time against the best team in the league just have it done i just we need this we need this spectacle to happen America, give us this yes and with that sam how can we follow you
0: You can follow me on Twitter at Sam Grazeses, S-A-M-G-R-E-S-Z-E-S-E-S, and on Twitch and Instagram at RobotsFightingDinosaurs. Dave? I'm
1: Dave. You can find me on Twitter at DrawPlayDave, on Facebook at DrawPlayComic, on Patreon, on Instagram, and of course, on thedrawplay.com. Thank you for listening. Be sure to flick off your boogers, and we'll see you next week.